Welcome to Full Metal RPG. I'm Richie Buzzkill, and today we're doing News on the Tens. No, wait, that's the morning show I normally do in my head while I'm getting ready for work, but we're talking to Alex in England. Hi, Alex. Hi. Hi, Richie. Hey, how you doing? Uh, I'm doing great, uh, so to speak. That's at least what my non-existent watch tells me. Uh, <laughs> um, today we're doing a very interesting, we're doing a kind of a deep dive-esque thing on a very interesting game. Alex brought this to my attention, but first, oh, Alex, introduce yourself. I, I know you as Alex the Puppet Master. Oh, wait, that's a problem. You're Alex <laughs> the Puppet Maker. Uh, tell us why that's a problem. <laughs> well, uh, considering what we're going to be talking about today, uh, which uh, heavily involves um, my people, who uh, uh, are often <laughs> referred to as the puppet masters of, of the world. Um, yeah, I. So I'm a, a puppet maker. Um, uh, I I create small stuff kind of huge monsters and and everything in between uh and then when i'm not doing that i do a load of kind of filmmaking and uh and video editing and uh and stuff like that which you know generally keeps me off the streets which is uh which is good so so yeah you know clearly i'm i'm in media because you know how could i not be uh, right. but you know we'll get we'll get into that yeah well <laughs> well but can you mention who your people are now i think okay. that a lot of people have guessed but i'm just gonna <laughs> <laughs> the, the Jews. Oh, that's, that's, we have, yeah. We have to say it quietly. We have to say yeah, it quietly. Yeah. <laughs> we, we don't have to look back and forth when we say it anymore. Wait, at least, well, I, oh, okay. Okay. Unless, unless we're playing this game. Uh, well, ex <laughs> exactly, exactly. So, yeah. So, so I'm Jewish. I um, uh, uh, I suppose I'm what you'd kind of call a lapsed Jew now. So. I'm not very observant. I don't keep kosher. I don't go to synagogue. None of those things. Um, or temple, as you guys would call it there. Um, but uh, yeah, it's still kind of a, a huge part of me. It's a huge part of my identity. Um, and yeah, as we'll as we get into to talking about this game, I'll, I'll yeah, probably explain a few other uh, weird things about right. that. Yes. And, and this is... Um... The game we're going to kind of semi-deep dive, kind of just talk through here is called First They Came. Mm -hmm. Now, when you hear that name, and this is why we got into this game, we got into reading this game, is because when you hear First They Came, and the the all the the a lot of the literature or at least advertising was like pink and green. So it kind of yep. it kind of felt a little like maybe this was a game about sex <laughs> <laughs> i yeah there were a couple of people on the discord who uh yeah alluded to that and i was like no <laughs> right but, i mean but 
yes, there, there's a very famous poem that it's named yeah. after that is yeah. a, a, an adaption of a, a sermon, which they go into, right? But yeah. it's uh, one of those things where, like, just seeing the image, the, the, like, the kind of, now, if you look at the actual book, the book is very clear. Like, you look at the front cover, it's very clear what it is. Yeah. But the initial advertising is like, did I just, is this a sex game? <laughs> like, um, but no, this is a very serious game. Yep. But, um, but I, what, I, what, what was I your reaction to this initially? This is why. So, <laughs> yeah. So th this is why we're talking about this. So, so I came across this game, I don't know, maybe, what was it? Like a month ago, maybe? Yeah, it's almost um, a month ago. Yeah. Um, and I missed the Kickstarter. So this, this was kickstarted. It's now out in stores, certainly all over the UK, uh, I'm sure elsewhere. Um, and I think my first reaction was to kind of curl up in a tiny ball. Um, it's so, um, so if the audience isn't aware, <coughs> excuse me, of the, of the poem or, or rather the, the, the poem adapted from the sermon by Martin Niemöller. Um, this was a sermon given uh, during the Second World War, um, or maybe this was this was post Second World War. I can't remember exactly the date, but uh, the poem goes: First, they came for the communists, and I did not speak out because I was not a communist. Then they came for the socialists, and I did not speak out because I was not a socialist. Then they came for the trade unionists, and I did not speak out because I was not a trade unionist. Then they came for the Jews, and I did not speak out because I was not a Jew. And then they came for me, and there was no one left to speak out for me. And, you know, this is a pretty, you know, it's a hard-hitting poem, and it's, you know, very much, um, I think, feeds into a lot of the stuff that's going on now, really, with you know there's this uh the resurgence of fascism it's uh you know it's a lot of fun um yeah, well <laughs> fun. fun fun uh yeah but um yes this this is a very serious subject right this is a very serious subject and this is a very like it it's that poem it you know it hits you right here like yeah. it really like it is very poignant it is, and, and, you know, we, we have, you know, we, everyone that has even vaguely looked at history, like this is one of the first things you even learn about history anymore. Like it used to be completely, but now, you know, this, this persecution of the Jews and other people that were not desirable by the, the, the uh, Nazis, what is a very serious subject. And to make a role-playing game about this <laughs> is full of pit traps and yeah. just even what most of the well-intentioned people could fuck this up entirely. Absolutely. <laughs> and in fact, it's even slightly worse than that because technically this isn't a role-playing game. It's a LARP. And that it oh, oh, LARPing, oh. LARPing the Holocaust. Oh, oh, oh it's oh. really um, so this is published by uh Chaos League, who I'm not very familiar with, but uh they're an Italian company um who, as far as I can tell, are quite big. Um they publish a lot of um of LARPs. 
uh, they're into kind of uh, educational type stuff um, and they do kind of the odd RPG as well and, and this I guess kind of falls somewhere in between a LARP and an RPG. It's kind of hybrid and and yeah. and just for uh, uh, transparency's sake they did give us this PDF to review. Yes. So yes. I went and request normally I buy everything but in this case where it could have been complete chuddery <laughs> I was like I would like to see if they will just give me a PDF so I don't have to like and and clearly I need to donate to somebody because of that joke in the very beginning of this episode <laughs> but uh uh but I wanted to get this as a review and be more journalistic about this than I normally am because normally I'm buying a thing and then I'm going to review the thing, right? I that's yeah. that's I do not take advertising. I do I try to be as objective as possible, but of course that's impossible. So, but that's why I just wanted to put that out there is they gave us this to review. So, yeah. which was very good of them. Yes, it was very, it was great because I was surprised. I was like, they even uh, answered their uh, comment box on their on their web page, and they're making oh, wow. this game. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, ooh, mm. <laughs> so, uh, so, uh, so okay. This this game is. In this game, you're so it's it's GMless, uh, it's diceless. Um, those are things I'm sure we'll get into at some yes. point. Um, each of the players are playing uh, uh, one of uh, a kind of what a bunch of people who were considered undesirables um, by the Third Reich um, uh, during the Holocaust. So uh, you can either play, I think, a trade unionist or a Jew or uh, one of the Roma or a homosexual uh i think that's it there might be others as well there's like six characters all the characters yeah. are pre-made you do yeah. not make They're a character in this game which is maybe a great idea <laughs> <laughs> maybe yeah. just a great idea so you don't have to come up with who these people are right so you're going to play very specific people in this game yes there's a I'm just kind of flipping through because most of this book is the characters. Yeah. Like the back yeah. half of this book is the characters and there's, they have all have like information pages of information that you need to read. And yeah. And it's all anyway, we'll get, we'll get to the rest of that. Yeah. But yes. Yeah. Um, but it is <clears throat> sort of, I, I would call it a hybrid RPG LARP, right? Yeah. Because you're not, you're not walking around a room uh, you know, doing space work and like <laughs> no, <laughs> that sort of thing. You're you're supposed you're supposed to be kind of sit in a very small in a small space close together with yeah. the lights off, yeah, or online or, with no cameras or whatever. You're <laughs> yeah, or, or they suggest blindfolded, which is interesting. Well, that um, was also in the like. It, well, it says a blindfolded RP uh, role-playing game on the very right. cover, right? right? Which also go goes great above first they came, but <laughs> I'm, you know, I'm, I'm not. I can I'm, I can uh, see where the confusion 
lies now. Yeah. 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 I'm, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not trying to make light of the, the events this game <laughs> is, is, is portraying so much yeah. as just some choices that were made. Exactly. Are, 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 I mean, could have led down a very bad street. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, so, yeah, so, so uh, without getting into kind of too much detail immediately, uh, you're, uh, you're playing these characters, you're, the idea is that you're all hiding in an attic, uh, just like Anne Frank. Um, so you're all <laughs> it's Anne Frank, the RPG. So you're all you're all hiding in an attic uh from the Gestapo, um, and you're all uh mulling over each other's lives. Um there are kind of some there's a section where you will go through flashbacks, um, and then basically the, the Gestapo come, find you, uh, and at that point you have to decide uh who's gonna get get got by the gestapo and right. by the nazis um and either all of you get captured or you vote for one of you to get right. captured and that's that's basically the game and 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 listener you might be like wait a minute you said this was gmless how does this work right because that's a very i have other things about but effectively mm -hmm. there's a soundtrack they they yes. they yes. published and if you have the book, you get a link to a drive-through or not drive-through, a Google Drive that has all of the audio tracks, and you someone builds a playlist of these audio tracks, and that is the soundtrack that you're playing to. And and I have some issues with that, but I'll I'll get into them later. But the okay. but that's how this works. Is it's literally each track is a section of the game so your flat your character's flashbacks have a very specific soundtrack track that you are supposed to play this flashback to and then um and then you're supposed to proceed to the next when you get to the next track you play the next section of the game so that's kind of how this um how this is supposed to work <laughs> that's kind of the overview i feel like we you know yeah and i think i think it's important to kind of uh give the listeners that that overview before we yeah before we really get into, into right. the nitty gritty um because wow there's a there's a lot to get into i think yeah least. there is there is and um we originally thought this was going to be a real problem game like <laughs> like yeah we were really like even like we were going back and forth and trying to figure out what you know whether we're gonna and finally i was like no we're gonna we just have to go look at this there's there's no reason to not look at this yeah um and they're you know they they do the i feel like they do good work i feel like they warn people over and over and over again that this is not a fun situation this is not a, a, a this is this was a real problem this is not we're not endorsing this they they go to great pains mm. i feel like to really portray this and as much as you can right it's very difficult to portray this really and to tell people that this is not the actual thing <laughs> yeah 
Um, But I think it gets, I think it gets a little confusing because Mm. they go to great lengths to say, this is not the actual thing. This is, this is a fictionalized uh, account of what happened. Um, We don't want you to, to, to play this, you know, as if it was real. Um, I seem to remember there's a, a section where they talk about like whether, uh, I think right at the beginning they they say something like you know although this is a game it's a kind of it's a game in in quotation marks actually you know maybe game isn't the right word for it um, but then then they kind of undercut that throughout the rest of it um, by doing things like uh, like saying that each of the characters that you're playing all these these pregens are loosely based on real people. Yeah. Yeah, that's a that's that's, a, <laughs> that's really that's a problem for me. Yeah, um, and I don't know how loosely based they are cuz you know I didn't do any re- I guess I should have done research as they should have themselves um <laughs> maybe yeah. they did and <laughs> found these people but it's you know, I I couldn't say, but it is one of those things where it's like, well, you either need to make them completely based on people, which would be a problem, yep. or make them all up, which would also be a problem. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so I, I don't know how you don't have characters that are sort of a problem. Um, And I think that's maybe why they ended up where they ended up. Yeah, but- maybe. Um, I guess the, and this will be a question for the end is, is this a game that should, and, and it's not a game <laughs> and I can't, you know, cause they're the only, the only game part of this is literally the vote at the end. There's, yeah. there's nothing you can really, and you're trying to either, you're trying to either be voted for with your story. Mm-hmm. If you're trying to play a game, right? You're either trying to play to be the scapegoat. Yep. Or you're trying to save yourself and throw somebody yes. else overboard, right? Yep. There's really, if you're playing this as a game, <laughs> which, uh, yep. anyway, but I don't know how you, it's a, that's a very difficult thing to navigate i feel like <laughs> yeah. and 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 let's be clear if you are playing it as a game the the game that you're playing is who deserves to be killed in the holocaust that's that's the game yes that, <laughs> that, that, that they don't they i think they they just they walk right up to saying that <laughs> yeah yeah and they never say that that is a problem that, that no. this is you are you are to be part of the the you know the holocaust whether you you know and there were a lot of people you know (laughs) (laughs) so so one of the things that one of the things uh uh in the game is that you have these flashback uh uh sections or section where uh each of you basically has to talk about like a a sin that you've committed so i mean (laughs) or you you're either you can you you might be a collaborator like literally like they find a nazi uniform in your closet right or another one is you find they find like a um 
a picture of you in like Hitler. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they're, so they're, the, the Gestapo are going to come and, and search your uh, apartment yep. and find things. And you're told what these things are. And you're supposed to set this up in your flashback. Mm-hmm. And then when they find these things and everybody knows whose apartment that everybody else is, right? They say, oh, we found this in apartment 12, right? And it you're supposed to be in one of the apartments, right? It, mm. That's part of the soundtrack. And those things are supposed to be the trig, supposed to be the triggers to talk about your backstory, but then try to either weasel your way out. And I'm sorry I used that word, but <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's that's exactly or or try to confess and realize, you know, to 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 like. And it says specifically, this is not disaster tourism, but my God, is that, <laughs> oh, it, <laughs> yeah, it really is. And it, and in fact, there's, uh, again, all throughout it, I'm just uh, going right to the end of this. I'm just looking on the back cover. It's, uh, this is, this is one of the things that they, that I feel like is quite heavy handed in it. Uh, what do we got here? The music and ambient sounds are organically incorporated into the different scenes and provide atmospheres, clues, and threats that will make you really feel side by side with your characters. There's a lot of, there's a lot of this, mm. um, you know, kind of, you know, I, I really want to feel what these people felt um, uh, in this game. And, and again, it's, yeah, it's got kind of disaster tourism uh, written all over it. Um, I said, I read a, a, a short review on, I think it was dicebreaker.com. Uh, that said a similar thing, uh, kind of independent of these guys, um, you know, said, you know, oh, this is a great game to kind of help you feel uh, empathy towards uh, the, you know, what the the people that were, uh, you know, involved in this period of history. And I was like, uh, oh, really? You couldn't, gotta, you couldn't you feel couldn't that just, already just reading yeah. about what they happened to yeah. them? No, I've got to pretend to be one of them in order to, mm. oh, okay. And yeah, there's, <laughs> there's there's a lot of that. Yeah, it, it they go to great lengths to try and mitigate that, yes. but it still does feel like you're right. That it feels like depending on. It, I don't know if it depends. It's just really hard to like. <laughs> I know we were discussing this as like after we started reading this is like well like, I, don't, I don't know maybe but no like i just <laughs> I, after discussing this again like i can't i can't say that this is okay <laughs> no i mean so so i've got uh uh yeah there's there's a few different problems that i have i mean i have many problems with this game but they kind of fit into different categories yes. mm-hmm. i guess um and i suppose well, like one of my first questions, really, when I was reading through this, is like, who is this for? Who is it? Who is it meant to be for? Who's who's going to play this game? Um, so, I one thing that's quite, I find at least quite difficult to explain to people about being Jewish and uh, talking about the Holocaust, even as somebody who. Uh, you know, I'm 41. I obviously I wasn't there. 
Um, none of my family were involved in the Holocaust. You know, I, you know, my grandparents were obviously involved in the Second World War, but you know, nobody I know was in any any camps or anything like that. But within the Jewish community, we the collective memory is really strong. And so despite not having been there or been involved with any of it, I in a way feel like I was and feel like I was there. And that's very weird. Yes. <laughs> it's a very, it's a very weird feeling. And um, you know, I uh I don't know how it is uh over in the States, but but over here, you know, there's like trips to Auschwitz are not that uncommon. Mm. Um uh and actually particularly like in, in the Jewish community, like there are there are groups of kids who will get taken to, to Auschwitz to kind of see what happened. Um I've got absolutely no wish to go there. Like I know what happened. I that's that's enough for me. I don't I don't need to um and yeah. so yeah I mean it it if you I mean I feel like reading um reading history if you can't feel the empathy for the for people that go through the Holocaust or any other genocidal like then maybe see a doctor and ask questions i'm just i'm, yeah. I'm serious i'm i'm I, yeah. I i know that's a joke but it it's not go if you can't feel for people just reading about it mm. or you know going and listening to interviews of people who went through some of this sure. right yes it would seem that that is the goal is to feel more empathy right but yep. how can you not already but also like i mean i i i'm at a loss of words because it's just it's so <laughs> it's so huge and we there are many genocides that happen are happening today yeah or continue to happen um and but this is one of the most famous for a real good reason yeah <laughs> Um, and who is going to play this game? I can only think of, well, I couldn't rent a black box theater to do my one man play. <laughs> so I want to get my friends involved in something like that. And that yes. is because the problem I have with playing this game, just even like setting aside, like who is going to do this? Just thinking my way through as I read this is mm. if this is GMless, who is telling you all of the things you're supposed to feel and do every section, right? Yeah. You're supposed to be blindfolded. You're supposed to be, you know, even if I read this, like, and I'm in this like very serious role, like, I don't know I, if I could follow the instructions to finish this game. No. It, that's my real problem. I mean, I have obviously the problems we've talked about already, but the the playing this game is a, a real problem, even because the audio, and I've listened to a little bit of the audio, and okay. that's a that's a bit of a spoiler, but I've listened to a little bit. They don't really give instructions. Like if the audio gave instructions, yeah, that would I could see how you could follow along, right? Even if you were using the same mechanism elsewhere, right? Uh -huh. You're trying to play like a, uh, then 
I don't know how you how you do how you play this game without the sheets in front of you or or a shot caller or yeah. you know a, a facilitator because how do you how do you do this like yeah. so and 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 also if there's no facilitator and you know let's assume that the you know just just briefly going back to you know who is this game for i don't you know i don't think it's for uh people it's certainly not for jews i can tell you that um but i i don't think it's for anybody who already knows a lot about the subject right. um because i think if you do know a lot about the subject you're not going to want to play this game right um which means it's then for people who know little about it in which case if there's no facilitator there then how do you i don't know how do you stop a bunch of people who perhaps don't really know much about the subject getting stuff wrong and just playing out um uh stereotypes um you know there's there's <laughs> uh, right. it's yeah it's, it's, and it's and you're one. supposed to and, and the character sheets such as the I mean, their their character background really. Yeah. Um, they have a lot of inf you know information about what these people you know they give context and but you can you know people speed read people. It's so yeah. easy to fuck this up. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it's like maybe not. Alt <laughs> <laughs> also, uh, oh, let's see. I got to try and get to the uh, the. Uh, where's character character flashback sorry about this characters on characters. page 73 start on uh, 74. oh okay 73 okay so they have oh here we go characters um so they have you're right they have a lot of information um but i don't necessarily trust that information so yeah i i we would so, have you would have to vet well so you know so the first the first uh obviously the first character that i looked at was the jewish character uh the yeah. uh, anna the, slash aaron the the tenacious jewish worker i mean it, um, the camera needs to come to me uh just like the word tenacious jew worker just yeah let me just me with my <laughs> hand on my head just imagine if you're listening to this, the Picard facepalm <laughs> gif, like, mm, yeah, you know. <laughs> so, uh, so I look at uh, I look at the uh, the introduction to Anna Aaron, uh, and there's a little bit on context that so tells you uh, about the Jews living in Germany uh, during the 1930s, and then we get to the flashback bit, and it says <laughs> it says. Bar Mitzvah, and it says, you are 16 years old, and it's your Bar Bat Mitzvah day. No, it's not, not unless you, you're having your Bar Bat Mitzvah three years late. I was like, wait a minute, that's 13. <laughs> yeah, sometimes Oof. sometimes 12, but certainly not 16. Right. And I just, at that point, I was like, oh, yeah, they, they didn't have any Jews involved in this writing, did they? <laughs> yeah, no, I, and... and <laughs> yeah, we. And I'm uh, sure the same goes for, uh, you know, not having any uh, members of the Roma community involved in this writing, or, or, I, if, you know, who knows who else? Communists. So, I mean, communists, that, mm. gays, and anyone. 
So yeah, yeah it's yeah. Yeah. That that's kind of at that point I just kind of think, ah, oh, just I mean, basic research people. Mm. And I thought maybe, I don't know, maybe it's that there aren't that many uh Jews in, in Italy anymore. Well, the and I was inter- like, oh. Why, how, why would that be? It's because they were all murdered in the hollow. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> yes. But also, also, the internet also. exists. Okay. Yes. This we is an the... internet level game, age game. Brett, Google you is can, your friend. You can yeah. find sensitivity readers. Yeah. In every, there, there are people out there that, that do this for a living. You should go pay them. Don't just ask your Jewish friend to sensitivity read for free. Yeah. You, I'm not even sure they did that. <laughs> right. I don't think so. But there was some, I mean, and and I had kind of hopes that somebody had actually done that because some people that I sort of trust in the indie RPG scene mm. had had quotes on the Kickstarter. Right. Okay. And 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 then now after we've discussed this, I'm like, no, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think anybody actually got to read this game before they quoted on it. I think they got a thumbnail sketch and then, uh, or maybe they did, but I don't think they read enough. Um, oh God, it's yeah, yeah, oof. <laughs> um, yeah, um, so uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, it, it's difficult not to kind of jump around uh, a lot with. Well, with this I mean, game. that's fine. Um, I mean, but... it's it's. It is what it is, and and um, I, what, I guess there. I'm just going back to the flashbacks, and I'm just reading yeah, yeah. the questions Please. you're supposed to answer in your flashback. Oh, what yeah. did your what is your character's crime? Why did yeah. they do it? Who yep. suffered the consequences? Mm-hmm. What were the consequences? What lies were you telling? Were they telling themselves to justify this action? Like that's the flashback scene. That's like the opening, your opening scene for your character. And apparently your your crime is when you're at your butt, Mitzvah? Like, <laughs> apparently so. Yeah. I, I, um, and, I don't know. <laughs> um, and also, uh, the, the idea that all these people, uh, you know, from, from various communities, what, had to commit a crime in order to get to where they are? I mean, I feel like that's just alleviating the guilt to the idea of the scapegoat at the end. Yeah. I think that's yeah. the, the idea is, oh, clearly he was, even though he was a trade unionist communist, he actually collaborated to try and mitigate, you know, the what was happening at the time to try and, uh, but clearly that was so bad that, they they feel bad so they go give themselves the, up to the gestapo right yeah. that's yeah. that's supposed to be the arc right yeah but that's how many you don't there there's only really two arcs in this game you either feel feel guilty which you should probably feel guilty for playing this game <laughs> but feel guilty or everybody else is like fuck you get out yeah or i guess the third one is nobody goes and then everybody gets caught like yeah everybody just feels terrible i mean it's Um, a play it's literally a play yeah it's like a passion play almost like yeah (laughs) yeah it it, very much so um and the the thing that we haven't mentioned is 
uh, is actually after the Gestapo catch you, there's then the epilogue section <sighs> where you um, are, you have to either write a letter as, uh, as your character who has basically dobbed someone into the Gestapo um, and, and talk about how, how you feel about that. Uh, or you have to write a letter as somebody who's been taken to a concentration camp and they're about to get executed. And this is like your last letter home. I don't, I don't even know. I, yeah. I, I don't know how that. you even break, don't break down in, in tears trying to write such a thing. Hmm. Right. Just even trying to think like through all of the suffering you would have gone through, like writing after all this, like darkness and you're, you're doing, and then trying to write such a thing Hmm. and then read it to people. Like that's so supremely difficult in my mind to try and do that. It, it, It baffles me. So like, or it's or it's not, which is in which case you should really, see a doctor. Yeah, exactly. Um, and it's interesting because when we were talking about this on the Discord, um, uh, Malcolm, who I'd have a great respect for, um, but who uh, from time to time likes to play devil's advocate, um, was saying to me, "Look, RPGs aren't always meant to be fun." You know, you you can, you know, it's it's okay to explore difficult themes um, in RPGs and and maybe not have you know a, a wonderful fun time, and um, and I agree with that. But there, it didn't have to be. You you could have explored these themes without using the Holocaust like right. very easily. Um, and the other thing um, <laughs> I find really interesting is that. They, I feel like um, they've they've uh, misunderstood the poem uh, in in a very basic way. So so this this RPG is about um, you know what happens when uh, people are under pressure in a in a horrible police state um, or you know in a, in a horrible regime and they end up turning on each other. Um, that's not what the poem's about. No, it's literally. <laughs> I didn't stand up for my friend uh, for all the other people, and then they came for me. Like, yeah, w- wouldn't it be more apt to the to the to the poem if you stood up for? Yeah, you're. You still might see a tragic end. You probably will see a tragic end, but you stood up for your for uh, your fellow person. Yeah, your fellow human. You know. <laughs> yeah, and I feel like that may have been a better arc. <laughs> Yeah. The game is like yeah. I will volunteer. Yeah. And I think you uh I mean you can I think it says in the game you can't vote for yourself but you can encourage other people to vote for you. Right. You can go like, that route, but it's it's yeah. a real narrow path. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Really is. So. Um yeah. Uh so yeah, I think I kind of Going going back a bit, just looking at the um, at the layout of the book, uh, 
I mean, immediately, as soon as I opened the first page, like my hackles were up because, again, you know, if you're, if you think about someone like me coming from this, uh, coming at this from a kind of, you know, this kind of collective memory perspective um, that I mentioned, <laughs> the first thing you see on the inside front cover is uh, that famous photograph of uh, Auschwitz yeah. with, uh, you know, with, with the gate, with the words over it, Arbeit ma uh, macht frei, you know, work will set you free. And that just, well, <laughs> so immediately well, I'm like, no, no, no. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I agree. But also I'm sort of, under, I'm sort of concerned. I don't understand why. Because the, they have the poem on the first two pages. Yes. But part of the poem is X'd out. And it's literally the they came for the Jews. Then they came for me, right? Uh, so yeah. so they, they X out part of the poem. Well, but then they repeat it later. And I'm not certain. So I don't. Graphically, I, that's very weird <sighs> to me. I mean, so, so I don't think they actually do. Uh, X out any of it. It just looks like they've X'd out some. I think that it. It was just it's it's weirdly played. Anyway, sorry, yeah, graphic design I mean, nerds. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh no 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 no. I, so uh, I, uh, my wife is an illustrator and does a lot of um, layout uh, work as well. And uh, she took a look at this, and that that was her main problem with this game. <laughs> was like this is a crime against like layout and typography. Well, um, I feel like they like looked at. I don't know when this was published. When was this published? When uh, was this, uh, last this year, last year. One of those copyright date on the front page. Anyway, I feel like it's one of these times when somebody learned the wrong lesson from Morchborg. <laughs> like yes. it, it's literally the like they looked at Morkborg and said, "Oh, what people want now is a different layout on every page." Yeah, a different font and, on every page, a different color. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. The, it it very much feels like it's the same problem that Hollywood has when they see a good movie is they learn the completely wrong lesson. It's the same thing that all most RPG designers learned the wrong wrong lesson is if you're not a master mm -hmm. of graphic design of this kind of blended typography that that uh, the guys at Morkborg are yeah maybe you shouldn't try to have a different layout on every page yeah. <laughs> just <laughs> and and there's I'm looking at page ten and this is that same like what what is first they came and it's yeah. a woman with a giant blindfold on with red and green letters above it and it looks like maybe that game we were talking about that it's not <laughs> yeah yeah or uh, so so throughout the rest of the book it's uh they have uh either illustrations um kind of very kind of sketchy style illustrations or photographs, which I'll come back to in a minute because right. that's a major issue for me. Um, but then, but then this page ten and eleven, there's this double spread, as you say, with this <laughs> photograph of this woman with a blindfold on. But it it looks like something from the 1980s. Yes, like it looks, or or, or the 90s maybe. It's uh, yeah. like it looks like it's a uh, I don't know. It should be like a poster for the next Scream movie or something. I, it's, it's a very bizarre 
Yeah. Very. Uh, yes. The, we're we're going to put layout as bizarre and maybe <laughs> uh, font use is slightly problematic. Yeah. Because there is a lot of what I'll call the Nazi font because I don't remember the actual <laughs> name of it. Because Ge- it, old old Germanic, I want to say. Yeah, there, there's, there's a lot of there's a very yeah, specific font that you will see over and over and over in here, and it's it's changed every time you use it. They they like some of it's stamped, some of it's very crisp. It does have that feel to it, which you know it can be a problem. But also, I'm like you're trying to evoke a time and a place and this was the font that they used so yeah Yeah. except that that's not consistent right it's not consistent at all like every page is a different thing and it's like "Mm." (laughs) yeah at one point there's um there's a heading that's in like bright glowing green and uh, at that point my wife was like wait is this is this game now about ghosts what is what is this (laughs) yeah which is a, a fair point um so the, the, the other major problem that I have is the use of photographs uh, in this book. Uh, so I've already mentioned the photograph of, of Auschwitz. There's, uh, let's see, we get to page 17 and we've got uh, a photo of uh, some people walking in, I assume, Berlin with a bunch of, of huge swastika flags um, being draped from a building. Uh, and again, it's, look, it's a personal thing. But I don't, I don't, I don't want that in my in my space. I don't want swastikas in my life. Thanks. <laughs> I get enough of that on Twitter. Yeah, um, well, so. and that and that's and that's a fair fair cop. Um, I I think it's like there's the spray paint drip. Yep. And then they lined out Nazi. The it's the page is called the rise of Nazism, and then yeah. they pink line out Nazism. Yeah, for no reason. For no reason, like that's going to stop it from being okay. Like that's going yeah. to stop it from being okay. And then they start describing, you know, the rise of Nazism. But did we really? I mean, these are historic pictures, you know showing all these people okay with it mm-hmm. right but maybe not doesn't need to be here <laughs> yeah i don't know that's that's i feel like i understand your point but i also understand that this you know is trying to show the historical time and place oh yeah right? no and i i totally get that i totally get that but i don't think it's strictly necessary i mean again they're they're, they're giving a, a kind of a short introduction like a, a really kind of potted history of like oh this is what the nazi regime was and i'm like okay cool so this game is for people who know nothing this is like the first time they're hearing about nazism like that's that's how it reads to to me at least uh you know like they're describing who adolf hitler is like okay fine i, I just it it makes it confusing again about kind of who this game is is meant to be for um I don't know. Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, I, th- I mean, there's just, uh, I mean, Picard face palm. Uh, <laughs> I'm just gonna keep using that GIF. Yeah. Uh, but yes, over and over and over again, they kind of like make this. They they kind of make these kind of relatively small condensed statements about 
you know, this is not supposed to be, you know, fun. This is not, you know, this is not an endorsement. This is not, you know, this and that. But then they can't, and they're not doing anything to endorse it, but they're also not doing anybody any help, <laughs> like giving yeah. you any help about the, at this all. So, yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, my main, my main problem kind of comes on the next couple of pages, uh, in time, yes. the, un, the undesirables. There so, are, there are pictures of people who've been interned with yeah. their numbers and their stars and their stripes. Yeah. Of and being first, interned. And at first glance, I thought, oh, wow, they've, they've, um, created some really kind of photorealistic uh illustrations because you know who in their right minds would put photographs of actual people interned in in concentration camps in a role-playing game yes but nope that's that's what they've done um those those are photographs of actual real people um to the point at which actually the one of the one of the people at the bottom uh, has their number uh, and their surname uh, and and Yuda uh, above above their names. Yep. Jew. Um, yep. I'm sure if I did enough digging, I could find who that was. Yes. Um, and what happened to them? Like again, is that? Mm. I, 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 yeah, the Picard face palms. You know, for for days. Yeah. Um, yeah. I. Yeah. No. I mean. And, and I thank you for pointing this out because I was so concentrating on reading this thing mm. that I did not stop to really like ingest these, the, the kind of like photographs of real people. And that's just a no stop. Yeah. Don't yeah. do that. Like it is one thing to have. And like, I believe that's a van. There's like a van Gogh, like just straight up reprinted in here. Oh, really? Yeah, I missed that. <laughs> like 60, page 60, 61 page 60. is a is the skeleton smoking, which I believe is a oh yeah. Van Gogh. Oh, is that is, is is that a Van Gogh? Okay. Yeah, it's a Van Gogh. Well, I don't know wow. how to say it properly. Va I, I always say to... Van Gogh, but Van yeah. Gogh, Van oh, whatever. Yeah. Uh, but I I bought <laughs> they have these like fully immersive art experiences that they've been popping up in empty spaces. Mm -hmm. And like they have the Van Gogh, I'm just gonna keep saying it differently yeah. until I don't. Yeah, get it sure. Until, like, let's great. go with it. let's go with Van Gogh, it's, right? It's, yeah. And and they have the this like the skeleton is part is like one of those things that kind of like breaks up the like fields of flowers and clouds and shit. So it's like right. this like anyway. They sell like a uh, a flask, and I got a flask with the skeleton with this cigarette. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I thought that was pretty pretty fun. Yeah, yeah. but that's pretty cool. Um, yeah, it's like they, I mean, they go most of the stuff in this book. I mean, it's not often, but there's definitely still, you know, quite a few real pictures, but most of it there's a lot of illustration and distressed work. Yeah. But then it's like, really, did we need to? And there's like there's, a whole, there's like a whole like is first it is first they came an educational game thorns oh, and questions yeah very this, end. Is, this is yeah and, and i, <laughs> I feel really like want we, to get into this <laughs> please, please get into it um because i'm kind of done with this game so <laughs> <laughs>
uh, this is, I, yeah, I mean, I, yeah, by this point, I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm done with this. But it's, it's difficult and it's really, it's really, it's really difficult uh, as a Jew to talk about this stuff. Um, and I was saying to my wife before, um, you know, we, we did this, when, when you asked me to, uh, uh, to come on the podcast, I was saying, you know, it's, it kind of worries me putting myself out there. Um, we, you know, there's a lot of people who do. Um, I try not to because um, I don't want the grief. Uh, and yeah. And I, I appreciate be... you coming on. No, and, it, it, I, I really appreciate being asked on. Um, and I think these things are really important to, uh, to talk about. But uh, yeah, I think maybe I've lost my point there. But anyway, we, <laughs> let's, let's get to the, um, uh, this, this thing about... Uh, yeah, so we were asking, is, is this game educational? Um, and as you say, by, by this stage, you were kind of done with it. Um, I, I found this section amazing. So is, is first they came an educational game, thorns, thorns and questions, um, because they, they describe, they describe it as a thorny question. I, is it, is it a thorny question? I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think it's a thorny question. I, I think, think it so. either, either is or it isn't. It, um, it, if it was a thorny, if it was a thorny question, I might not have been doing this episode. So like, I don't Well, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's a thorny question. <laughs> no. So they go for, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven and a bit pages trying to answer this question. Is it an educational game? And they talk about, oh, well, what, what is a game? And they do a lot of really kind of intellectual gymnastics Um trying to go back and forth about oh what is a game is a oh here we go do we call game slot machines turns of phrase a larp a puzzle or a quiz are they all games you know and then and then it goes into oh well, what is educational is is you know in a way is not everything an education and it's like ah you they're really really kind of uh, leaping through a lot of uh hoops here and then towards the end they basically admit that they've just been pussyfooting around and not answering the question. Yes. Which I find hilarious. And then right at the end, they say, is, is first they came educational? Maybe. <laughs> In the meantime, play it. In the meantime, be hurt by the thorns it opens. Yeah, which I think is a, probably a mistranslation. Because yeah, a, I don't think Thorne is open translation. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think the translator had been like, "Okay," and <laughs> yeah, and it, which is very interesting that this is is an Italian company. Mm -hmm. The audio tracks are in English. Yeah, at least the ones that are linked from this book. It's just sort of interesting that I I don't think that there was much lost in the translation. <laughs> I feel like this was translated pretty faithfully. Yeah. But also like really really. Yep. Yep. So um, and and it, it's interesting cuz that's um the the little section on is this a an educational game is one of 
a few essays towards the back of this book, um, which as far as I can tell are, I don't really know why they're there, any of them. It feels a little like they're paying lip service to people who are feeling a bit funny about playing this game. Well, also, like, I feel like if you're really trying to help people, Mm -hmm. you put this stuff at the, I know it's the boring stuff, right? It's not getting to the game. And if it was really helpful, which I I think I agree, it's not very helpful. Mm. You put it in the front. Yeah. Right. This is the stuff that replaces what is a role-playing game, right? Because nobody is going to pick this up that is, doesn't know what a role-playing game is but you know you put you put this up at the front you put your essays of why we're doing this you put your essays of what this is about and but this is just it i I, it's a little too too little too late that doesn't work (laughs) yeah yeah um and on that note uh do you, do you want to talk about the safety tools that are that are in this? Because I think that's that's something we need to talk about. Okay. Yeah. Um, I or well, yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I agree. I. It's like, like I need to even go back, go back it, and um, uh, safety phrase. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Safety in play only exists if there's a community that supports it. Okay great yeah works perfect get that uh before calibration before the session read the character descriptions and consider the issues the characters face is there anything that makes you feel uncomfortable take some time to discuss those feelings openly sure sure uh there's no obligation to share personal matters you should just not at not ask for an explanation if someone says they would not like the specific themes to be approached in play. Okay, sure. Right? But I I mean, there's so many I mean, you literally look every character, right? And there's yeah. going to be something, I mean, just them basing the Holocaust. Like, it's... Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, right? Um, but um, and then you're supposed to just use, look, let's change the subject when you're not feeling comfortable. Yeah. In, in fact, I think the, the safety phrase is, don't talk to me, I need to think. <laughs> yes. So you're, so you're trying to have this like LARP or improv, right? But you have your safety phrases, but you're just supposed to like go off in a corner and think about it. Right. Apparently. Like, like, am I being punished? Like, is this Yeah. Well, well, on on that note, the the so under so basically you there are a couple of safety phrases, as you said. One of them is don't talk to me, I need to think. If you say this phrase, your character goes into pause and other players must not interact with them. And and yeah, it says it goes on to say you can use this time to reflect on your feelings and reactions. Under that, it says, I'm done here. If for any reason you want to quit the game, you can say, I'm done here, and leave the playing area. You cannot undo this. Once you have stopped, you cannot rejoin the game. From that point onwards, the other players will not mention your character who will just disappear from the story. I mean, to me, that feels like punishment. 
Yes. That, that, that to me is a, is a really good reason not to bring up anything that you're uncomfortable with. Because if you do, you're going to have to quit the game and you're not allowed to come back. So I have been in a game and it was, it, it was a detective game, mm-hmm. but um, there was a guy that was being a real asshole to a woman at the table. Like he was, he was just being a real asshole. And she's like, I'm done here. And that collapsed the entire thing, right? And I was like, as soon as I heard that, I was like, I'm also done here. Because, and I I tried to mitigate, you know, I tried to help, I tried to mitigate, and then it was just, I'm done here. And and as soon as someone says that, the whole thing collapses. And which, of course, shouldn't it? It should collapse, right? Yeah. Because if somebody is that far, just... (laughs) If someone's having that bad a time and and someone has behaved in such an appalling way to them, then yeah, like what what are you gonna do? Say, oh, okay, well, we'll see see you later. We'll see you later. Okay. Well you're anyway, not, you're not supposed to acknowledge it. That's the you're, oh, not right. suppo- <laughs> you're not supposed to acknowledge that they've left, right? <laughs> that you it just so I don't think it's a very safe safety tools. You're right. This is this is literally like, well, we got some. Yeah. You know. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah. So but but Alex, yeah. I think I I think I'm done here. (laughs) I think I'm done. I think I'm done here. Let's let's if you've got a a, a closing statement or something or a, a closing thought. Let's let's have some closing thoughts and okay. let's be done here. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's that's a, a good idea. Um, I I think that I think that done differently, this could have been interesting. Um, I think that uh, there wasn't enough thought put into. A lot of the language. I mean, again, there's a lot of uh, using the word solution. Are you the solution in this game? Don't don't make a game about the Holocaust and use the Ooh, word solution. A over card over face again. palm. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, I yeah I you know I I don't think that we should avoid difficult subjects. Um, I think that uh, I think that that. I think that it's it's not necessarily appropriate to gamify the Holocaust, um, and I think uh, there are I don't know there are other ways you can do it. There are other ways you could uh, have explored these themes without using that. Uh, one of the uh, uh, I think it's a, a amazing anchovy on a, on our Discord uh, said. I don't understand a game about Nazis where you're not punching Nazis, um, <laughs> which you know, which um, would make sense if you followed the poem, right? If you followed yeah. what the poem is trying to tell you, maybe yeah. just maybe this should be about resisting as opposed to giving yeah. in. Yeah, well, exactly, and and again, I, I, sorry, there's one thing I, I forgot to mention, uh, which was kind of brought up today when I was going through it again was. I, repeatedly they talk about um these kind of these real life historical uh figures who who sacrificed themselves 
for, you know, for, for us. And it's like, nobody sacrificed. This is not a sacrifice. Nobody sacrificed themselves in the Holocaust. They were murdered. These people right. were murdered. And, yes. and yeah, so I, I think, I think with, um, with some sensitivity reading, uh, with some, you know, uh, using some people from these different communities uh, to look over this game, it, was, it still would have been problematic, but yeah. well, maybe less so. It's I, always, yeah. The subject will always be problematic. There is really no way to not be problematic, right? Yeah. The, the, this is, like, even if you, like, said, okay, we're going to fight the Nazis. We are people the Nazis are trying to kill, right? Yeah. So you still have to go through the list of people the Nazis were trying to kill. And then yep. you're still going to have to choose who you're going to play. And you're still going to have to avoid being a complete stereotype. Yeah. And you're going to have to... Now, there... But are you going to learn anything? No. Exactly. No. Exactly. Are you going to... So to me, I think... The answer is always punch Nazis. <laughs> always yep. be punching Nazis. Always be punching Nazis. Yep. And that is the point of that kind, this era of history. Because if you're not just point pu punching Nazis, maybe just go read or watch something that is is mm -hmm. written from the perspective, you know, the, the, yeah. listen to the victims of this era and other eras and read some books. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so I have a question. How, how do you feel about other games that use uh, kind of difficult historical source material like so I was thinking of stuff like Harlem Unbound, which, again, is not, uh, you know, it's not meant to be real. Um, right. uh, essentially, you're, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of Call of Cthulhu, but you're all playing African-Americans in, what, the 1920s, I yes. think? Yes, the, like that. it's the Harlem in its uh, renaissance, which is the 1920s. Right. Um, the, you know, the, yes. This is this is the problem, right? Is I have that book on my shelf because mm -hmm. I find it a fascinating idea. Yeah. Am I going to bring that off my shelf? I might read it to see where it goes, right? Hmm. And it's it's written by uh, a person of color. Sure. It 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 it's uh, from the perspective of. And this is this is the same thing with a lot of games that are coming out that are written by that community, right? Mm -hmm. And to me, that's at least a better starting point, right? Yes. But no, no one from this com these communities is writing this game. No, <laughs> very <laughs> unlikely. I don't know all these people. I haven't looked them all up. I could be wrong, but I doubt I'm wrong. <laughs> so, but I think it is interesting to be in those times and places right that always be punching you know resistance is uh, 
you know, something that is cathartic, right? That we can we yeah. can have have these times and be resisting, right? But if you're not, yes, I, I have. I'm I'm stumbling here because I don't have a good answer, right? No, my Unless- my my answer is I would like to play these. Harlem Unbound because uh-huh. I think it's an interesting time and place. And yeah. as long as everybody is playing together and learn and not even learning, because you can't uh-huh. really learn. You can just try and tell stories where these characters, these people, whoever they are, are at the center of that, those stories. Yeah. Right. And that's all. And that's all you can really do, I feel like. And it's not a great answer, but <laughs> no but i th- i think that's fair um i i mean I, I agree i think the i think the setting for that game is really interesting um and i would like to pick it up just just to read it but i can't see myself ever bringing it to a table because i i don't think i have the the i don't think i would be able to do justice to that community i don't i i don't know how i would but it, but but it's interesting because uh, you know there are blurred lines um you know i've played uh you know a, a, a whole campaign of um l5r right, right where i was playing a, a, a samurai and that was fine um yeah well it's it's and this we could do a whole nother show on this. <laughs> yeah right yeah, absolutely. but um and I think Mark Dries Truman, I think, is the person that I always kind of look back to when because he's published some interesting, you know, Narwhal and and uh, and uh, uh, Cartel and some of these other, you know, he he says you should just play, mm-hmm. make mistakes, understand that you've made mistakes, you will always make mistakes no matter whether you realize them or not. But if you have found something you can connect to with, you know, at least you have something, right? It's not just, you're not just, you know, they're touring 1920s Harlem, right? You're facing the, you know, your characters are facing some of those problems. It's it's the same problem I have with like Velvet Glove. Velvet Glove is a game that's supposed to be about... Uh, a, a gang of, of females uh, punching up the patriarchy. That's the the job of the game master is to be the patriarchy, right? And I could run that game because I am part of the patriarchy, no matter what I want to say, right? Yeah. And seeing the players punching the patriarchy and getting victories would make me very happy because I'm not yeah. a fan of the patriarchy. Right. <laughs> yep. So like running a world war two game, right. I'm going to be running a bunch of Nazis. Sure. Yep. Right. But seeing the players kill a bunch of Nazis. Yeah. Is, is right. Yeah. Uh, if I'm Harlem unbound, right. Likely is not. It's going to be a bunch of white people that you're going to be facing, right? So yeah. seeing a bunch of white people get punched in the face for being a bunch of rich sex cult, cult, yep. occultist, occultist, right? Great. I'm good with that, right? Yeah. 
Yeah. But in sure. this game, there is none of that. There is no learning there that you should be doing in this game. Nope. There is nothing. You're not get, empathy is you should just go talk to a doctor if you. Yeah. <laughs> but, this, but this is it. it. It talks about empathy uh, a, a bunch, but but you're right. It, it's you know this 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 game basically. Uh, you're, you're right. Nobody is a hero. Um, in fact, you're all you're all villains. Um, and you know the, the, this the 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 core of this game is is basically like everything is terrible. You're all going to die or you're going to sell each other out and you have to decide like who deserve like basically you all you all had it coming in some way or another um uh, that's that i mean <laughs> i feel like that's the real plot problem i mean there's a lot of problems in here but that's the real problematic thing is you're you were all being hunted yeah because you're one thing but also apparently you deserve it yeah so like that yes there's a lot of problems in here I mean, yeah. go th- we've gone through a lot of them right <laughs> but the fact that they all kind of deserve it is and and i love playing bad guys i love playing oh, fiasco. yeah fiasco is amazing right you're all a bunch of assholes you all right. deserve it right <laughs> but you really do deserve it yeah but you're also not playing fiasco in the holocaust yeah. <laughs> and that's kind of what this is isn't it it's, it's yeah. fiasco in the holocaust and uh, uh, uh yeah and, and jason morningstar endorsed this really yeah it's on the kickstarter and that's why i was like oh no please please make this better <laughs> oh all right i'm done here yeah <laughs> i'm done here <laughs> All right, thanks, Alex. I'll record so the Patreon stuff after I recover from this episode. <laughs> Good luck. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> oh, it should be out tomorrow. Thanks, <laughs> Alex. Thank you very much for coming. Thank, I'm just. Uh, I'm... <laughs> thanks so much for having me. It's uh, it's been a pleasure. It's been it's been very cathartic. I've been <laughs> this game has made me very angry, and it's been nice to, to vent with you. Yes, and. <laughs> Uh, all right i'll see you in a minute everybody else (laughs) two thousand years later i survived we survived that thank you for listening to that and that was uh incredibly difficult and i am glad that we got through it and i really appreciate alex for pointing it out and i appreciate them for letting us have a copy of it on a pdf um but we have patrons to really thank for this fine work because without the patrons i would not have the mental energy to get through that deep dive deep patrons like alex patrons are the lifeblood of this show they will continue to, as their continued support helps me keep going. Um, and if, if you're, you can't just support the Patreon, I understand times are tough. Times are getting tougher, but 
if you want to do some more help, more support, you can always review the show. These are uh, some new new reviews on Apple Podcasts. We got two reviews in in the last uh, month or so. Um, these two reviews are great podcast for folks interested in RPGs. I really like listening to the podcast. Lots of different formats. I like the ones where they dive into specific games. You're welcome. Uh, Rich, the current host, is relatable. Straightforward dude who's likable and easy to listen to. Thank you. You're likable too. Uh, uh, to find out, out about and encourage to do more of that about the hobby and the RPGs every time I listen. Thank you, P-Pums Nasty Gum on Apple Podcasts. And as well as a fantastic RPG podcast, RBK provides a great insight and unique voice about our beloved hobby. Well, you're beloved too. I love you. Six, two, eight. I'm not even going to read the rest of that because that should be, it could be your phone number. I don't know. I'm not going to read that, but six, two, eight, you're beloved too. Um, if you're interested in uh, supporting the show in just some mon monetary ways, uh, we've got t-shirts. You just go to the fullmetalrpg.com and you can go to our merchandise or any other place you want to follow us. The Discord's always hopping. Um, we just had the uh, episode of um, Fortune Seekers and Grave Robbers uh, previous to this on the feed, and there's been a lot of discussion about uh, the Mega Dungeon they were talking about uh, as one of the many, many options. P.S. Uh, fuck James Reggie. Um, yeah, that's about it. And wow, that click is really, I'm hoping they fix that. Anyways, um, thank you very much.